What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, this is Throwback Music Video Review Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe to us on your podcast feeds. And if you have any requests or comments, email us at tmvrpodcast at gmail.com. Episode 57 of Throwback Music Video Review Podcast, and tonight we will be reviewing Laura Branigan's Self-Control. <laughs> Already. Already. <laughs> we just must start laughing. So, Louis, like, um, your experiences with this video, the first time you ever saw it was just a few minutes ago, right? Yes. Uh, when you said last time, was it two weeks ago when we recorded that this was a video, I had no idea what you were talking about. You had no idea what the I don't know the song who Laura Brannigan is. I don't know what Self Control was. Wow. I don't know anything. The, but the, you have heard the song, of course. I remember it vaguely from like the radio or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's pretty big. Um, I remember the chorus. But after watching this video, it's probably one of my favorite videos of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good no. spoiler alert. <laughs> no, no. But no, yeah, this is insane. It's crazy. So this is exactly Louis' first experience with this song and video, a rarity in this yes. in the show. Yes, I'm I'm someone who grew up watch with my eyes stuck on MTV. I mean, your your parents should know this song like <sighs> big time because this is one of the biggest songs of in 1984. It, you know, my parents were very young, mm. so they weren't really adult contemporary. They were well, more pop. This I mean, is more. I this guess. reminds me of more Caribbean Queen style than than yeah, well, yeah, you know, like pop disco club. Billy Ocean. <laughs> Billy Ocean. Yeah. It's so slow. It's not down. I mean, the, the original Italian version is even slower, right? Yeah. Right. It's but like, it's more dancey, though, the way because yeah, it's using yeah. the, the, the Marauder style synths yeah, it's more rather dancing. than the guitar mm-hmm. riffs. Right. That's true. 
it reminds me of New Romantic's posing scene. Mm-hmm. You know, when you watch like about the documentaries of New Way where they talk about how they would go to this one club. Yeah, they'd yeah. all dressed up mm-hmm. and right. they would pose and like do the kind of almost like... To be seen. Like voguing sort mm-hmm. of, you right. know, but back earlier than that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know that uh, this is one of the very first videos where they hired a real Hollywood director to shoot. Oh, really? Because he already had some nice credits yeah. in the bag, right? Yeah. Yes. William Friedkin of, oh, wow. of The Exorcist and The French Connection. Yeah. Film. Wait, wait. This is after those yes. two movies. Yes. After those Isn't two movies. Isn't that crazy? Movies. Wow. Yeah. That's why it has a very creepy, uh, eclectic vibe to it. It's a very cool, it's got a cool vibe. I like how they, well, we could talk about the video later, but mm-hmm. yeah, I've never, I, I don't it's know. It's like what. if Jordan Peele directed one of my music videos. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that. But. He's in the works, right? Yeah. He's on a short list, isn't he? We're, we're talking. We're volleying right now. <laughs> but he just finished the Twilight Zone season, so he's, right. his schedule's kind of loosened up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Ryan? What's your experiences with uh, Laura Brannigan's self-control? I know the song. I actually have the album, not bragging. <laughs> you can buy any thrift store, right? Yeah, of course. Ryan Brannigan. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I like the song. Mm-hmm. I did not know, however, that... There was an original uh, during that time, or just recently, actually, we did. A, we have an old podcast that we used to do as well, and we talked about this video, mm-hmm. and we were all fascinated by this video, and that was another one that kind of uh, fueled the flames for this one. Yeah. Yeah, kind of brought it back. But yeah, I do have some experience. I like the video. I was also very sad to learn that she died very young. Mm-hmm. I heard it on the radio, and then they mentioned Right, same, same. Right. What did she die of? Uh, brain aneurysm. Oh, misdiagnosed. misdiagnosed. Like undi- undiagnosed brain aneurysm. Yeah, she just sad. died in her sleep. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, right? It's, uh, I mean, it's kind of a tragic story for her, like, towards the la- the later part of her life, because... Like, how, she, how, she quit. how long ago was it after self-control? Oh, uh, 20 years later. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't, like, right then. It wasn't, she it was wasn't in her 40s. Okay, she was in... So, yeah, she in 2004 when she, is when she died. It was in, like, some weird sex thing that she was into. No, no, <laughs> Some no. weird sex cult that she got into. Okay. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Okay. Life imitates art kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I was thinking of that. <laughs> exactly. No, she um, quit making music around the early 90s to take care of her husband who, who had a uh, colon cancer right and um she wanted to f- care for him she full wanted time. to care for him full time and she's not the type who would also follow doctors so she's more of a uh homeopathic, homeopathic kind of thing right, right. and you know like predictably he died uh like in oh. 1996 <laughs> some else land on that one I like it. <laughs> well come on it's cancer and i think i'm gonna go well, there, back but, then like 1986 colon cancer is a death sentence pretty yeah, much you know yes. now it's it's real it's not as right. bad but it's still pretty serious it's still serious but yeah. back then it was like that's 1996 yeah you're done yeah so so she you know she spent a, a good chunk of her time taking care of him and then at the same time like when he dies like another chunk of time dealing with the grief and then she decided on 2004 20 mm-hmm. years after her big success to to restart her career and get back in the music industry and then she died <laughs> So sad. Yeah. yeah. She released two remixes of Gloria, which right. is what her other big hit. How about and that, Louis? Do you know that song? Yes. Gloria. Yeah. That's the one. You gotta take the Okay, that's her. Yeah. Her voice sounded like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's her. That's that song came out two years before Self Control. That's another cover. Like someone else did that song too, right? I believe so, yeah. That's the thing about it, right? Most of her hits were written by someone else or was already a song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? What's what's your experience? Uh, this song, I first time I heard this song as a as an avid TV watcher in my childhood, there was a TV variety show in the Philippines called Eat Bulaga. Mm-hmm. And every day they would have they would feature a song and there would be contestants who are vying for a thousand pesos mm-hmm. to dance to this song that they're featuring that day. Yeah. And 
I think it's between three dancers or something. Right. And whoever does the best dance, who, I don't know who judges them. I, I was too young to even understand that, wins the thousand pesos. Right. So the and song, roughly, the, in my, that's in today's movie, two buttons, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a good K, meal at KFC, I think. A bundle of <laughs> Maybe an eight piece. <laughs> an eight piece of KFC is a thousand pesos now. But, uh, but back then, it's still a lot of money because cost of living in, you know, in yeah, the Philippines is way lower. That, a thousand pesos can get you... Uh, Go to the movies, mm-hmm. a nice dinner for three days straight. That's pretty good. That's my understanding of, yeah. of how money worked back then. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you equated but, it. But yeah, you know, you can, you can easily uh, take care of your family for, for a month, I think, for a thousand pesos. I don't know. Back then? Yeah, I, I think <laughs> right? so. I think you're right. Because yeah. I know that was a big deal. Even getting a hundred pesos was like, whoa, yeah, crazy. But anyway, the song was featured and they had... It's usually the background for these dancers is the album cover. Mm-hmm. So you see Laura Branigan's big old face on it with flashing light bulbs around the the word self-control or Laura Branigan or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you got the dancers doing their thing. You can go to YouTube and find Eat Bulaga Dancers and you'll know exactly the, the kind of the story I'm talking about. Right, we'll link it, yeah. Yeah, we'll put it on our show notes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my very first experience with this song and it kind of stuck with me. I always thought it was a great song yeah. and I never saw, I didn't see the video until like when we started doing podcasts like never five years ago. Yeah. Never seen it and then I saw the video and I'm like, holy shit, this is a crazy fact that William Friedkin directed it which you know directed you it out later though right well that around that same time too okay. because internet age information was plentiful yeah. on this and I mean he already creeped me out with The Exorcist to further down the experiences my you know my little music project covered this song <laughs> did you really <laughs> yes I made a cover how, version how of this song ago. oh my gosh you <laughs> Are we linking this as well? Yeah. I'm putting it in the show notes. And this was a two beats per minute, right? That you, when you cover it, <laughs> super slow down? Nah, actually, mine's a little faster. Oh, was yours fast? Okay. A little faster. And, you know, um, I also made a makeshift music video for it. What? What? As we should have reviewed that. <laughs> what are we messing about? But, but for? instead of um, creepy Illuminati orgy uh-huh. eyes wide shut scenes, it's more about losing your self control in um, sleep oh, or ooh, else. Like That's it. what I tied in with my music video for self control. Does it also great. have the guy, guy in the mask come into your room? When you're... There, is a, there is someone creeping in your room. <laughs> right. Because, you know, when you get sleep paralysis, there's always that visitor in your room, that of dark, that, this creepy shadow person or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, we're not reviewing my video. So that's basically my experience. <laughs> with uh, self-control and we decided I think it's a good video to talk about in this podcast you have so much experience in this yes I do that's why I picked it out it was my my turn so I brought this video out out of my bag what what, I have a question (laughs) when you think about doing a a cover version of of someone's song Uh what's the criteria for that it's something that it's a song I grew up with, or somehow like inspired me to make music. Okay, great question. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was wondering. <laughs> no, because... no, seriously. I mean, I know Louis's not a fan of cover songs. Yeah. So you know, uh, like maybe that will help him understand why people do this, especially Laura Branigan, who no, does no, no, a I'm, billion covers. I'm asking because I actually, I'm actually, I'm a fan of your cover songs. Yeah. And um, <laughs> but it, it, your genres are so wide. Right. I mean, you've that was done influences. you've done any everything from you know industrial to metal to pop to this you know it's just it's it's a wide range and mm-hmm. i just so i wanted to know what was your yeah, you know, thought behind it stuff that i like you like I, what you like i like <laughs> what i like yes that's cool <laughs> all right on that note it's time for the pop quiz pop, pop. before self-control achieved global success Brannigan already had three top 10 hits gloria solitaire and this song a the lucky one b how am i supposed to live without you C, Spanish Eddie, or D, Ti Amo? Hmm. I think I'm going to go with Michael Bolton. Uh, how am I supposed to live with Eddie? How am I supposed to 
Which she did later on, right? No, no she, she did this before Michael Bolton did. Right, but he did it too, but later. Is that correct? In the 90s. He, yeah, he... Um, it's his song. He, it's, it's his, his song. song. He right. wrote the song, right. but he decided, you know what, I'm going to repackage it my own way since I'm big now. Yes. And, yeah. But, but ride the gravy train too. I mean, right. it's, it's huge. <laughs> so the Brannigan got covered. How does yeah. it feel, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> ride that curly, hairy gravy train. Um, the Yamo. Ryan's right. <laughs> oh, right. I saw the video Got right there underneath the other one. I was like, yeah. oh, it's the Amo. Weird. <laughs> okay, Laura Branigan is no stranger to acting. Which of these TV shows has she not, <laughs> not, been, okay. not been into? All right? All right. Okay, A, Auto Man. Remember that show, Auto Man? Auto Man? <laughs> yeah, no. Auto Man. A-U-T-O Man? Yeah. I don't remember that show. Auto Man. Not at all. You don't remember Auto Man? You guys, you guys are deprived. All right. Um, B, Chips, C, Monsters, or D, Knight Rider? Not in? Yeah, she wasn't in there. I want to say Facts of Life. <laughs> Wait, that's not one of the choices. Not in? She could be a stand-in for Joe. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Auto Man. Right, it says Auto Man? Because he brought it up, huh? <laughs> yeah. Because it's something I've never seen, I've never seen her in. I'll say... Auto Man's terrible. I'm going to say Knight Rider. Louise Wright was Knight Rider. Yeah. Her song was featured there, but she did not act in it. Cheater. That's a good good one. Nice. Tied between the two. Ryan Ryan won. Louie won. So name the song, all right? Laura has been making the news lately due to the St. Louis Blues 2019 Stanley Cup run. The team has not been in the championship since 1970. The St. Louis local radio station, Y98, played this song for 24 hours following their Game 7 victory over the Dallas Stars on May 8, 2019. And again on May 22nd after their Game 6 victory over the San Jose Sharks to win the Western Conference Championship and advance to the first Stanley Cup. I forgot the question. Okay, so name the song. It's a name the song. It's a name the song thing. Okay, so this song is played at the Enterprise Center every time the Blues win a game. This Brannigan track has been declared the unofficial victory song. Okay, so right. I was building up context so you guys understand. Let's go any better. Come on. <laughs> I got, I got five more paragraphs bleeding into the question. Sorry. Okay. All right. So okay. So what's the what's the unofficial blues victory song? Okay. This is not right. No. 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 This. Is... <laughs> <laughs> no. It is. It is. It okay. is. Okay. Okay. So A. Gloria. B. Satisfaction. C. Breaking out. Or D. Moonlight on water. And those are all her songs. These are all her songs. I go with Gloria. Moonlight on water. Ryan's right. Oh. It's Gloria. Gloria. So every time the Blues win a, you know, a game and they blare a Gloria. Is there a, is is there there a mystery a, behind that? Or? No. It's a superstition thing, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Great <laughs> it's just fascinating that she's making the rounds again in her current, legacy. current it's times. It's great. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good, that's good fun. It's fun and positive. Yeah. Pop, pop. Okay, so for the song's 20th anniversary, Self Control was re-released with six remixes. What? Okay. <laughs> Six remixes? Six remixes. Nice. Which of these four is not a remix oh, title? Man. The remix game that you all love. I think I got this. All right. Okay. I think Ryan searched through Wikipedia know. and found Okay, so. I know Al's questions from, you know, sorry. <laughs> he knows my patterns. Yeah. Okay, A, Mind Workers Remix. B, Force 4 Remix. C, Kenny Hayes Club Mix. Or D, Mix Master Mix. I'm going to go with A. <laughs> Mind Workers Remix. Yes. Ryan chooses that one. Louis? I'm going to get the last one. The last one, Mix Master Mix. Yeah. Louis is right. What? 
such a dumb <laughs> name. <laughs> Mix Masterick. I know, but you know I went the other way around. But then he did so up, right? His eyebrow <laughs> and his eyebrows went up when he said it. I remixed me up, man. <laughs> Mix Master is a constructicon, by the way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> such an awesome name. Mix like, Master. Came on 84. That's when Transformers came out. Yeah. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah, exactly. Mix Master Remix. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so now uh, the final uh, segment here. Okay, this is the did Laura Branigan cover this song or not? I have ten songs here. Oh okay, I'm gonna go back and forth between you two, and you say yes or no. Oh, how many? Okay. How many? Okay. Okay. All right. So did Laura Branigan cover the song? I'm looking at Ryan. Did she cover Der Commissar? Yes. Ryan's right. <laughs> okay. okay, you have one. Yes, I have one. Ryan has one. Up. Okay, Louis. Yes. Gloria. Yes. Okay, you got it? It is a cover. Yes. Okay, Okay, Ryan, satisfaction. I'm going to say no. Ryan's right? Yes. (laughs) Okay, Louis, the winner takes it all. No. It's a cover. Oh, it is? It's an ABBA song. The winner takes it all. Sorry, I'm not that old. But the satisfaction, is that the Rolling Stones song? No, no, it's an actual original song that. It, co- no, it just. Oh, it wasn't it's just the same title as Satisfaction. Right. That's she all. She did not cover it. Right. She did not cover it. Remember so it. All right. Okay, so, okay. Wait is this a, a cover by Laura Brannigan? Turn the beat around. No. It's a cover. It is? <laughs> yep. Turn the beat around. Yeah. Yep. Okay, okay Louie? Yes. Cities in Dust. No. <laughs> Louis right. This guy <laughs> cover Susie and the Banshees. Nineteen eighty four. You know right. she's covering everybody back in nineteen eighty four. Okay. Um, will you still love me tomorrow? Yes. Ryan's right. <laughs> okay, Louis. Forever young. Alphaville is forever young. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to like. Alphaville's forever young. This is something that Al would put in there because it's probably one of his songs that he likes. I'm gonna say no. It's a cover. Oh. <laughs> Man, she's just pulling the hits, huh? Right. Okay, Ryan. Paint it black. No. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> There's already a. So. And finally, Louis. Train in vain. <laughs> oh, this is another one of Al's favorite songs. I keep getting like Al's favorite songs. His favorite cuts. <laughs> These are songs I'm gonna cover later. Yeah, it's so hard. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Annie Lennox did cover it. Yeah, yeah, I remember Annie Lennox. Yeah. Okay, I got three. What'd you get? I got four. Ah, oh, right one. Yeah. Good job, guys. Good hey, job. That was fun. Good job. All right. That was like a lightning round, right? Yeah, that was good. I, like I thought I was in cash cap for a second. <laughs> I should do more of that shit. But it's you know, Laura Brang has covered so many songs. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about the music video for Self Control. Oh my god. This is the. It starts up with a doll. The doll right. looks normal at the beginning, right? The doll looks normal, the wearing, wearing a dress. Uh, both I mean, eyes are covered. like a lacy. It's a lacy yeah. see-through dress on a baby doll. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right. And you see uh, Laura. Right out of the gate. He's messing with you, right? Yeah. Oh, like, oh. <laughs> He's challenging your sexuality. No, wait. <laughs> yeah, and then you see Laura Brannigan waking up, um, sleep from her from her little chase well, couch. I believe she dozed off. She dozed off for a little bit. Her right. her boyfriend is in the room, right? Yes. Sleeping on the bed. In their nice loft, like right. studio loft. It's, the whole room is made of fabric somehow, <laughs> right? Yes, Wait, 80s fabric. Before we get into this thing, what's up with Freakin? Why is he doing a music video after he did two of the biggest movies of all time? Mm-hmm. And French Connection won... Awards. Yeah, won Oscars. Yeah, yeah. but hey, he's a creative guy. But his know? other he's, movies, he's not about a lot uh, of his other accolades. movies after that were just kind of. Well, let's yeah, see. yeah, they were they were Is middling. He... They were creepy in a way, but mm-hmm. they weren't as uh, as dynamic. Did you know, I saw William Freakin in person. 
Where did you see him? To a showing of the Babadook in, oh, in okay. the Egy- Egyptian theater. Yeah. And he, he introduced the movie and he closed the movie. Did he uh, direct it? No, he didn't direct no, it. No, no. But he said it's one of the best movies he's ever seen. He's, he's basically hyping up right. I mean, oh, the movie. Okay. That's what happened to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how he does. Did he become a shill? Or what? If that's the best movie he's ever seen, then... But you know what? Yeah. On another very popular podcast, he was a guest. And he's a very interesting, fascinating, great storyteller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He told this one story about uh, when he visited uh, the Vatican City. He knew some people that can get him into the, the uh, St. Peter's Basilica, I guess. Uh-huh. Where the Turin Shroud is located. So it's like a whole thing. He had to like work it out with like a, you know one of the, the, the heads over there, and he eventually you know his wife and some friends they go to see it. They it comes out of the ground or something, right? Yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's, it's encased. It's encased in the ground. From the ground, it comes up, and uh, and it was finally like revealed to all of them. And it, it wasn't like a big, uh, big kind of presentation. Presentation. Right? It was it was just uh, very intimate actually. And when he saw, it, he said he cried. Wow. And you know, he's he's a credible storyteller, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm I'm sure there's some embellishments, but the way he was telling the story, I was like never felt anything like that. Like he he felt this power and enough for him to like tear up. And he's like an old man already, you know? Right, he's probably right. like in his 70s. 70ish, 80ish. You know, so but he is a fascinating guy though. It's it's just weird when you look at his body of work. It's like Yeah, I agree. What happened to him? Well, he directed Bug. I remember watching that in movie theater like 12 years ago, and uh-huh. that movie was middling at best, but it was it was a good movie. But it's definitely not the caliber of The Exorcist yeah. was. He could be one of those directors who just had one, like one or two great movies in them, right? And then everything else. He did Killer Joe. Remember that movie, Killer yes, Joe? Yes, Killer Joe. I remember that. Movie. That was that was fucking bizarre. But you know what? Maybe it was the '80s. Maybe he was high on coke, and he thought, "Hey, I want to mess fucking with music videos." You know? Yeah, maybe this is a hit song. She's. I, I'm interested in her yeah. music, her art. I thought maybe he got like blacklisted or some no, kind no, of thing. In the 80s. Yeah, I'm looking at his IMDb right now. Okay, since The Exorcist, he was like maybe difficult. He, that's why he's right. not doing big budget movies anymore yeah. and stuff. It's like he, he directed two music videos, okay. all right? He directed Self-Control and Wang Chung's To Live and Die in L.A. I've oh, seen, but he also directed To Live and Die in L.A. the movie, right? Yes, he did. Oh, there <laughs> you Yes, go. he did. Good call, Louis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that. Give this yeah. guy six points, man. <laughs> he directed an episode of Tales from the Crypt in 1992. That makes sense. Oh, he directed Blue Chips, the one with Shaq on it. Shaq, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that is weird. That's a shock to me. Yeah, with Nick Nolte in there. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, he di- and he directed Jade. Remember, uh, we all had a, a major crush on Linda Fiorentino in the mid-90s? Oh, yeah. He directed that movie. With That's her. more of like an indie kind of style yeah released yeah with uh david caruso yes yeah and since then like he directed a tv movie for 12 angry men uh rules of engagement um, that's a good movie the hunted mm-hmm. bug a couple of csi episodes killer joe well the last thing he did was a devil and father amorth which is a documentary he's a pretty accomplished director right also wide range of uh, styles he has a good sense of humor too well at least from my impression of him when i saw him in the, you know presenting the movie he was saying that uh the baba duke he even got creeped out on it and he was watching the movie on an ipad in daylight <laughs> he is an enigma to me because because he directed those two movies which mm-hmm. are huge man huge mm-hmm. movies and then you know after a while you're like well what else can i do I, I peak yeah you make the french connection and you make the exorcist right. and like what else what do you do after that yeah but anyway getting back in the music video so she starts out right and she opens the curtains in her, yes. her apartment wait wait she just plowed this dude he's he got it so he, good that he's passed out he's that's passed what you out. think so that's just, this is post coital uh, it has to be post coital it's a well, really maybe hot, it's a really hot day you just wear your lingerie you don't think around she was, the house she was reading a magazine and fell asleep at night well like it was evening actually was because when she opened the curtains it was getting dark but right. the dude's asleep in the bed right during that I mean, yeah. Maybe they work at night, you know, and they. That's, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he didn't do anything, and she was getting all horned up. 
That's what I was thinking. Maybe like, that's what it was. That's why she had to get out. It was like, oh, this guy's boring. He's boring, you know? yeah. He's always, boring. He's, he's always making stock trade. Yeah, right. they're, they're in New York, right? That looks New York-ish, yes. right? Yes, they're yes, in New York. They're definitely in New York. Yeah, he's just, you know, Wall Street dude, you know, like hanging Enough out with, with, with Jordan tape. Belfort. And there's so much traffic because they're, they're, they're always working on the streets because they're made of trash bags. <laughs> right. Yeah, so she opens the window. If you notice in the window, I'm going to touch upon this in a little bit, there's uh, like little eyeballs in the pattern of the of the curtains. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't even catch that. Okay. But anyway, so she looks out the window. By the way, it's getting the, dark. The shot of the city, it mm-hmm. doubles as not so dark and then dark all of a sudden. Right? Yeah. As in the time change. Yeah, it's like a you weird... They use a solarizing effect Filter, in a couple, yeah, of, yeah. a couple of occasions in this video, right. which is like that paint box, like the Bowie-esque right. video. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the ashes, They're trying to ashes. show that the city is alive and it's calm. Right. Here. Yeah, and then she, and she kind of looks at the city like, oh my yeah, God, come yes. Oh, like, so yeah. exciting. Right? She's titillated. Yeah. Yes. She got titillated when looking at the city. It's like, ooh, it's getting dark. It's time for me to you know, mm, go pizza. out. You guys get you still get you guys still get those feelings, right? Like, yeah, all the time. Yeah, when I drive down like downtown LA and I see the buildings, I get that kind yeah, of I'm city like, underbelly kind of life. Well it reminds style, me of clubbing, you know? so I'm like Exactly. Yeah, I'm exactly. ready. And then exactly. I just go in and pay the water bill. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Louis is waiting in line. <laughs> okay, so And then it cuts and mm-hmm. there you go. She's, she's on your way. She's on her way. She's in the city, uh walking in this. Trash bag streets paved with trash bags. <laughs> paved with trash bags, and which I thought maybe that. Do you think was there's a symbolic meaning to that, Ryan? Well, what the I was street thinking is trashy was, that needs to be cleaned from itself. Well, well, look, I think this is a secret rendezvous getaway she's trying to do. Mm. You know, kind of to fulfill some of those kind of uh, urges, those mm-hmm. holes, right? Those urges. So it's like keep your tracks clean, like so. You ah. know, when you're walking on that thing, there are no footprints. There are no like. Right, it's just this plastic, and it kind of like wipes everything. Yeah, like, uh, so like if identity is gone, you know what I mean? Kind of like that's ah. what I kind of. There's an, you know, she's wearing the coat, and she's all like bundled up, you know, like kind of be secretive. Are you sure mm-hmm. you didn't steal a um, freaking some um, playbook here? <laughs> <laughs> I read his uh, autobiography. But yeah, I like that. I like that tape, well, I'm though. just thinking. And then she stands on this uh, very long window display, and, right. and, and then the curtains uh, get drawn, and you reveal these two flying mannequins. Nude mannequins. Nude. Mm-hmm. The no, whole yeah. idea of, a, of, a, of the thing is to, to showcase whatever you're selling, right? But no, they're like completely nude. Right. Well, I, I, I got that it was like a surreal dream. So like, sure, yeah. like she was probably asleep and dreaming it all. That's, that's what I got from it. Right. Especially right. with that part, Like too. she drifted off into that she part. Drifted off yeah. into like some sexy dream, you know. Like. But how about the kids running, having a great time in the middle of the street? That's kind of weird, right? Right, they're just running in there. Like, like that's so happening. that brings me to your thing. That it's like a dream. It could yeah. be a dream, dream you know? state. Yeah, yeah. Some, some it's sort. her yeah. running. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Because uh, I'm gonna reference um, the vigilant citizen. But yeah, so she's you know she's standing right there, right, with the mannequins, and there's a one way sign pointing um, oh. the bottom the way. Yeah. Yeah, as Laura stands, two mannequins floating in midair, a great way of representing this associative MK slaves appear behind her. Oh, oh that's okay. reading into it too much. <laughs> uh. All right, then, and then anyway, so the uh, she's standing there, the masked man, he's wearing this Phantom of the Opera full mask. And he drives up, right? He drives up in this in this nice, I guess, limo, or is it in yeah. a limo? Or he looks at her, and you can see her face reflected on the window. Almost uh, in the same vein of like propositioning a prostitute, you know, when you well, kind of... Yeah, roll that's up. what I, I first too. I thought she was just dreaming about being a prostitute, or maybe she's yes. just a prostitute, yeah. and yeah. that guy she fucked was just you know was just a John. That's what I thought at first. It's like her next job, you're saying? Yeah, she's looking for her next fix. Your next fix. And then she winds up going to the the club. It looks like a normal dance club. Yes, you know, a fun and this club. Is, this is you know in the part of the song. This is the kind of dancing around, mm-hmm. and, and this is the happy part of the song. You know, it's like switching partners regardless of sex and yeah. gender. She's just, she goes with a guy in the car, mm-hmm. and he takes her to a club. 
No, no she, she, she ends up in a club. No, she, no, she, follow, she basically just goes through another alleyway right. and leads her to the club. Did she see him go in? No, no, no. He, well, okay, he, so he's kind of... No, so, so when she was dancing with these people in the club, having a good time, smile on her face, yeah. she catches a glance of him in there. He was mm. in the, he's in the club. And Watching she, and her. her face, the, her reaction just from, from like somewhat happy and amused to like, oh my God, what the fuck? Yeah. From then on, he leads her to this little secret path. Right. This little, um, I don't know, like a back door and just like a, leads to a, a basement of this club. It's that definitely underground. It's definitely underground. <laughs> it leads her down there and then you got this eyes wide shut-esque orgy, Fidelio, Ryan. Right. I just got Fidelio tattooed on my <laughs> back. Is it still in or no? Is that not famous anymore? Fidelio? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, Fidelio-esque. Fidelio-esque. Uh, it's like, what's the password? Yeah. Is there anything about like on the internet about this and Eyes Wide Shut or no? I mean, everybody compared what's going on in this basement dance floor into Eyes Wide Shut because everyone's wearing masks. Everyone's doing kind of lewd sexual ways. I mean, of course, they're not going to have an actual orgy and the MTV music video. That's even true. But yeah, you got these people in theater masks. They got thin veils of fabric all over the place. It's always Chavant. Chavant. Now, let me bring this up to you guys. You guys are club goers. You've been club goers for many decades, probably, right? 20 at least uh, years. But have you guys ever been to like clubs that are like, whoa, this is the next level club where, you know, shit's happening. Are you talking about, are you talking about like the back room of Velvet? Exactly. Exactly. Something like that, where there's only a few places in the city where it's kind of like it welcomes just regular people into the, into that kind of underworld. Mm -hmm. You've ever been there? No. All right, no. so in the uh, 90s, years of years of clubbing, right. I've never really pursued that. So, folks, if uh, if you partied in the nineties in LA, the LA scene, you know there was this club called Peanuts, Santa Monica, West Hollywood. Yeah. But I remember Lou and I went on a on a whim on a Saturday. Now let's go. There's nothing else to do. Let's uh-huh. Check it out. So nice. we just check it out. And to be honest, we weren't geared up or dressed up to f- really fit in into this. Yeah, we were place. wearing suits. Yeah, so we walked in, and and people were kind of like, uh, did you get funny doing looks? Things. No, because no. they were watching a show. We were watching the show as well. Yeah, I mean, you, people just think you're just high rollers, you yeah, know? Yeah, we're just like in your suits. No, but remember back then, it was more free. Everybody, all scenes kind of just rolled Merged up together. It, yeah. it didn't really matter because you get the taste of everything, every mm-hmm. genre, every kind of music. But anyway, I remember this girl on her way out. This girl, <laughs> like, stopped Louie in his tracks. Nice. Grabbed his shoulders, and she was like, <laughs> so go ahead, it, no. finish this one. We went into the back room where the dungeon was, where the little where, okay, the, yeah. where the where the where it was going down. The show, yeah. So we went back there to see actual check penetration it out. or what? And mm. we we thought it was just like another mm. room, dance room, right, right, right. You think, but it had a closed door. Oh, so we went back there and we walked in, and then we we're just kind of like looking around, and this girl grabbed me, but she was with the guy, uh huh, and then she, she wanted me to like pull my pants down. She wanted to see my stuff. She's like, oh, let me see you. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? She wanted to see his dungeon. Yeah, and it was like, it was like really loud. Like the music was like pumping and stuff like that. And, I want to see your junk. And then I was like, what? And then she's like, come on, let me see it. Can I see it? And then I was just like, no. And then we just like walked out. <laughs> but it was like crazy. We were, we were really young. Right? The, we the self control like, scene could have exploded at any second if mm-hmm. had Louis you know, dropped his pants, up. right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone, yeah. When he dropped his pants, everyone goes, oh. Oh, oh. Could've, oh. Could've, we could have started this whole music video uh, <laughs> in the back of Club Peanuts. 
Um, but it, yeah, it, but it was that kind of vibe where anything like, can happen. Huh? Yes, yeah. and you wow. felt you felt it in the air, and, and that's kind of like what I every yeah. time I watch that video, that's that's what she's feeling that electricity mm-hmm. in the city. It's just a neighborhood, but all of a sudden there's something going on, some right. seedy that you know yeah. it's not for everybody's eyes. But if you happen to come across it, it's like it's a story you're going to be telling in a few years. It was now. a lot different than watching some S and M show at like club where mm-hmm. like it's happening during the club. This was in a back room, and it was like... It's crowded, it's hot. Crowded yeah. and hot. Was there a guy playing the piano with a blindfold on? No. No? <laughs> he might have been playing another organ with a blindfold <laughs> on. <laughs> but no, it was, it was like... It was fun. Yeah, it was, it was cool. fun. It, was, it did creep us out. Though. Creep, it, so it was, well, what did it, you do, Ryan? It was uh, when Louis was being asked, did you, like, did you offer yourself to? No, I was, I was putting his, his belt back on. Getting back to the music video, the masked man starts touching around and... Taking off her, she, she participates, right? Yeah, in the orgiastic, right, right. So he basically, he basically pushed her into the, this dance of horny people. <laughs> it, it's crazy because I don't know masks, theater masks, especially the this, the drama masks. Yes, yes, fucking horrify me. What, in a what way. is up with that? In that, there's always a, a thing with it, like group sex and then theater masks. Yeah, like you think it's an actual trope in orgies is to have like to wear deep, masks, rich, to, sticky to, history, to, main, or... to maintain an- anonymity, or is it just like yeah. a dress code, so yeah, to speak? I just want to know. Like, within scary orgies if it's a scene what is it called it's supposed to be powerful people that's why they're wearing masks right mm-hmm. so they don't be found out right 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 I guess that's what it is but these are pretty limber powerful people though right yeah some, some good dancing in there it got too much for Laura Branigan though as um, these masks starts her advancing towards her in a creepy dancey way right. and then she runs she tries to run away from it and she goes in this hallway with hands coming out of them right. much like torture instead of hands yeah, like the spikes remember in torture where the right, spikes would come right. out of the wall and um, and you get dancers still prancing around in front of us uh, as Laura's trying to make her escape in this weird-ass orgy. The guy who's chasing her, his mask looks like Jim Carrey the mask, just white. <laughs> <laughs> a white version of that? Like a white yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's funny. Because it kind of yeah. has like the big cheeks, you know? Exactly. Like, yeah. The high cheekbones. I like the high cheekbones. I was waiting for the smoking coming out. <laughs> to the Wait a end. minute. She thinks she wanted it when her yeah. put to the flames. She had to run away, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what happened? Possibly, yeah, yeah. yeah. The curiosity got the best of her. And fuck this, I'm out. And um, as she reaches the end of that hallway, the masked guy is still there hanging That's out, right. waiting for her. It's like She just can't escape this guy. No, he's everywhere. It is like a nightmare, right? Yeah, it's kind of pointing that yeah, direction yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah. But then as soon as that happens, she finds herself uh, back to her, yeah. her loft, right? Yeah, back to her home. And everybody, home. and she notices everybody's kind of like... The faces in the club. Right. Or there. she brought like, everybody yeah. there, or it's following right. her. But they're like, they're just frozen like right. as is, but she does acknowledge them. And then um, <laughs> she sees the masked guy again. Right. <laughs> this time topless <laughs> with red gloves yes. on, and it was still wearing his mask. He's all buffed out from his yeah, board, from his bow flex like, Workout in the morning. <laughs> I remember those Bowflex commercials <laughs> in the 80s. Remember that? But well, there you go. There you go. The guy had a Bowflex. Instead of weights, you push against resistance of rubber. That's so you right. wear out the rubber of the you know, Bowflex. He always wore the mask, you know. When yeah. You, you get a better sweat going. <laughs> yeah, he was all oiled up, right? And he was well, he was wearing He was wearing that trench coat for like a long like, He was wearing a trench coat for most of the things, but this one he was like Bowflex that. Right. Bowflex underneath, it, underneath it, it was. Yeah. Just greased up Bowflex. He was just wearing a theater tunic. <laughs> Do you. Um, Resident Evil fans. He looks reminds me a lot of Mr. X from Resident Evil 2. Do you know who Mr. X is? <laughs> Who's Mr. Have X? you guys ever played Resident Evil 2? 
No. No. Okay, Google search Mr. X. I'm sure they got the idea from him on this guy because right. he's exactly what he looks like. He's a trench coat, wearing a hat, wearing a mask that looks like a humanoid mask. Right. And one to one, it's Mr. X. And this character stalks you around throughout the entire game. And you can't kill him. You, go, you can only kill him towards the end. Could you have sex with him, though? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sex. But anyway. Um, but yeah, so Laura Branigan accepts his advances. She finally loses her self-control. She lost her self-control. Control well, he kind of forces himself on her, right? Yeah. No, she chokes her a little bit. Well, she was more no, than willing. She, she, but was, she was into that, though. Like, that's what I'm getting for her. This, is, this wasn't a rape that we were watching. Here. No, no. She but, was bored. I think she was looking for excitement. But no, no. She, she found she, it. She, she, she had an affair? Maybe? You know, well, there's many takes on this. Mm-hmm. But he definitely like kind of like roughhouses her, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, pulls very... her hair. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she didn't, uh, she didn't negate his actions. Yeah. Pulls her head back, mm-hmm. takes her down, and she was more than accepting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I got four minutes. Room, sorry. Four minutes and nineteen seconds in the music video. You know, puts her in, and then she's like, "Ooh!" And it's very graphic. Yeah, no you wonder MTV kind of got a little uneasy about yeah. that back you in nineteen eighty four. Point of conception. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine as a kid too. Like, if I saw this video back in eighty four, I will not understand this. It's just like scary. There's a scary guy in a freaking mask, right? And he's tormenting the singer. It's. Making this woman very happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, well... <laughs> but you still do the dance routine for a thousand pesos, though, right? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Just a thousand pesos. And then um, after that, she kind of wakes up from her sleep again. Wait, every, Just, no, no. Like, no. Like every, it felt like a, everything was a dream. Everybody like vanishes, right? Yeah, everybody vanishes. But in, it literally well, they, into they, thin air. They all watched the sex or the whatever. The intercourse? The yes, <laughs> there, there was some sort of a, a, a live, as they call it, a live show where they perform, and then the theater people are watching watching them yeah, yeah right and then as soon as it was over he, he kind of like pulls back a little bit and then he disappears yeah he has his coat back on but doesn't and it he, seem like and he, was he in vanishes through, towards the window was he in, in some weird pose of like ah, i'm getting like dematerialized by like a death ray or something oh like nosferatu <laughs> seeing yeah, the sun he was, was kind of like ah. yeah sort of you know i don't remember that. Uh-huh. i just remember him walking towards the window and then he vanishes in a very 80s way i think he's right. like oh i gotta i gotta yeah. i gotta go i got a pain in my leg and then he straight <laughs> ghosted her <laughs> Literally. I gotta go. I'll call you later, right? Late. Oh, I need to get some water. I have a cramp. And then <laughs> get some water. Ghosted. Get some bananas for that cramp. Tassim. Anyway, does she wake up then? She wakes up then, and then she still sees her her boyfriend sleeping. Right. Same you know, exact with, position. Face down. With his, Same exact position. With his palm on the wall. Remember right. That? Yeah. Face uh-huh. down still, and um, face down, ass up. Yeah. Trench coat hanging right there with a coat rack. <laughs> Because, because he looks at her, it's the same guy, it's the masked man, Mr. X. She finally like joins him in bed, right? And then he turns his head, Mm -hmm. guess who it is. And he sleeps with his mask on. That's very hard to do. Maybe he has like a really bad mustache underneath that mask or something, or he has like some kind of weird... (laughs) Maybe he's a burn victim, he's really embarrassed about his face. Or Vanilla Sky, he's Vanilla Skyed out. That is kind of like where they got that style too, right? Right. Maybe he's like the bad guy leader from Rick and Morty and he has to wear his mask. (laughs) And then finally, uh, to conclude the video, a long lingering shot of the doll. And then the doll's all disheveled, Yeah, disheveled doll with one eye closed, one eye open, and exposing a doll breast. Was it really? Mm -hmm. Was there a nipple involved? Yes. Oh, interesting. (laughs) I have a quick question here. Did they show the reaction when the guy turns? They show her? No. No, no, right? They it was just, you just see him. It was just, it. just for you, and then you get the doll. Right. Okay. I think she did something to the doll in her sleep. She was sleep playing. That's right. <laughs> I would, after the turned around and he's wearing the mask, sleeping with her, 
I was like, this is dumb. That's where uh, we lost Louis there. That's where where we lost Louis because Louis was really into this video. I was into it and then I was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) It was me all along. You got the Shyamalan twist or what? Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> like, you didn't need to do that. Didn't for that I twist. got the happening twist, not the... Uh, the Sixth Sense not twist? Not the Sixth Sense twist. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Mark Wahlberg one. Lame. So, that's self-control. Yeah, I wanted to bring up the, the Illuminati thing. Should I even talk about that? I want to hear your take on it. Because um, it's, it, there's a billion symbolisms about the MK Ultra mind control. But did you catch that in the first watch? Or? No, definitely not. Because I, I came upon this article in the Vigilant Citizen, which we discussed in the torture episode as well. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, basically, you know, Laura Brannigan's the, the MK Ultra slave and the guy with the white mask is the handler. And so basically the, this whole video uh, is just a portrayal of the handler's dominance over a slave where he controls every aspect of her life. And as far as symbolism is concerned, you got the, the all-seeing eye in her, wind, in her um, curtains and, of course, the doll, especially in the end with the one eye open. Uh, so Is freaking a believer in all that stuff or no? Well, I mean, if you, I think if, he's very if, religious. If you've seen The Exorcist, all the symbolism be crammed in there too. And I mean, the extra is based on a book. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I'm sure he took liberties much like um, Kubrick did with symbolisms in The Shining, if you believe that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. If you take the MK Ultra route, it, it also fits. But I, I don't really think that he had all that power over her. I think, in my eyes, when I saw it, because I, I only seen it with you when you actually showed it to me, mm-hmm. it's more of like, a, I think it's like a more feminist approach to the, the medium of music video, because all of it is about her thoughts. Her, her, it's rarely explored, especially during that era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and I think it was very powerful for her to be shown and to break away from like the male-dominated, right? Not just the music industry, but everything else. I mean, you know, any art form, it's mostly... I mean, there's some Polanski movies that kind of reflect her insanity, mm-hmm. like, you know, Repulsion... Or mm. um, the tenant. Have you ever seen the tenant? Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, things like that. It's like where it's like it's your perspective, and you think it's sane, but it's when you pull back and see the reality of it, you're you're fucking nuts. <laughs> you know, but that's the thing. I'm not really seeing the negative of it. I'm seeing the fuck yeah. You know, like I'm I'm free tonight. Like mm-hmm. I'm bored. I'm gonna do what I want. Like that empowerment almost. Remember, we're talking about that but, feeling of like right. But what like, do you feel about the the the, the white mask guy then? Well, it's, it's it's just the kind of like the carrot and the stick. You know, it's like what you're following. It's kind of like your uncontrolled urges. He's a desire? What, your, yeah, your in goal? a way. You know, he just symbolizes that. I don't think... I feel like her exploring that side... And it's kind of sexy. It's very, it gets really hot, you know? I mean, it gets yeah, Laura Renegan's like uh, pretty damn attractive her. in this video. Yeah, <laughs> and it works with the song, you know? It's great. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, didn't, I never really saw it the other way around where she's being controlled or being... It's more. I feel like you know. That's a. It's a good take on showing like feminine empowerment, empowerment huh? Yeah, like, she had the yeah, power. Like, she could have uh, went to go sleep with him when he rolled up on her in the car when he thought she was a prostitute. She mm-hmm. didn't in the club. She could have had a sex orgy. She didn't. She had a. She didn't wait. She waited until she got to her house. Right. A safe when she, zone. When she let him. But what did you get out of him being the boyfriend all along? I do. Got, you think that though. Or do you think this is like five months into the future, he's now become her boyfriend? There's so many different takes, right? It's like, or they're both living these separate kind of uh, like uh, like adventures or whatever you want to call them. These little, they meet up with like their... Grande you know I mean? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, But like really underbelly and kind of like sick and gross. And they're both kind of just exploring their thing, you know, in a relationship. On the next cheaters. <laughs> like that <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe he's just invisible. And he has to wear a mask so she can see him in a trench coat. It's the, the only invisible man. 
<laughs> Memoirs of the Invisible Man. It's yeah. Chevy, so Chase, Chevy all Chase all along. Oh. How about you, Louie? You're the virgin got deflowered, That's much true. like Laura Branigan did in this I've had some time to contemplate episode. this. So. Yeah. Okay, so at the beginning, I liked this video, right? I was all about it. I was, And then the ending just killed me because mm. then it was it, it lost anything that I thought about it the feminist thing the it was like Game of Thrones right the, <laughs> every every single aspect of what I was thinking this video was ended up being nothing because he's there anyways it's her boyfriend and what what doesn't make any sense? Mm. She was dreaming it. So this is like if you have a girlfriend and you're watching TV, she's asleep in the room. Then you have this dream <laughs> that you meet her out somewhere, and then she like sexually assaults you in your room, <laughs> and then you you wake up and she's sleeping next to you. What the fuck does that care? Yeah. You know what is that? You know, hey, like, I'm a guy. I'll, I'll take wherever I can get. Right? Uh, if it's a dream, sure. <laughs> I can understand. If it's a dream. Like <laughs> I can understand it if it's an ex or it's someone that you ran into on the street or at work. See, this is. Where, like that. See, true, but this is where the Illuminati angle takes place. The, the MK Ultra angle really makes more sense. Where he even controls her dreams? He controls every aspect of her life. Hmm. Oh, okay. He chases her everywhere. Even the guy you're dating, no, it's not really, you know, that may be a, like some guy, but all you see in him is me. Right. I've imprinted mm-hmm. my I presence. See, I see how you could, I see how it could be that oh, way, and it, mm-hmm. it might be that way. Mm-hmm. And I think MK Ultra is stupid. So yeah, is. I think <laughs> this video is stupid. And I throw it fucking back. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, uh, it's gone, baby. Spoiler alert, people. No, no. Because it, it, it lines up with that dumb reasoning that, that people bring up. That, and it's like, wait, this maybe it is true. What do you do, Louis, if you come home right now and, and you see your wife and she turns around? Around. Oh, <laughs> oh. She's wearing a mask. She's wearing the white mask. Uh, I would think I'm the lamest person in the world. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I'm dreaming about the person who I'm sleeping next to? I should just live in reality instead of in my dreams. What's going on? So he's already pre-thrown this video back. That's right. He expedited the when that shipping guy, on this thing. Next day service. When that guy service. turned his head and the mask was on there, I saw a throwback on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, had like a throwback logo dumb. on his forehead. If he would have never turned around and just stood asleep the whole time and she would have like woke up and been like, what's going on? And then went into the bathroom and there's a mask there. <laughs> Boom. Kept this forever. Uh, I'm, I'm, I like that. Yeah, I like, sure. the, I like the bathroom. Yeah, I like the bathroom thing. Good. But I'm, that's another set they have to construct. You know, yeah. they already <laughs> ran out of money for the trash bags. I don't know, maybe on like on the window seal or something, yeah. you know, like. I was there, and you're never going to know me because I, I, my mask is gone, and right. you have it, and my face is, you'll never know my face. You know, my, she, she might see him at a coffee shop, and he has, like, fucked up teeth, and she'll never think he's that sexy ever again, you know? like I'm going to email William Friedkin on, on, on LinkedIn <laughs> and uh, tell him, hey, you should have gotten it this way. Right, because, yeah. I mean, he has the banging body, mm-hmm. but let's say he has a dead tooth, like, right in front. <laughs> like, he's not going to be sexy with the dead tooth, you know? That's true, yeah. Yeah, much like that guy in, um, in Fleabag, the, the tooth guy. The tooth guy in Fleabag. <laughs> There you go, you know? <laughs> like, hey, I can't believe we're fucking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've never done this before with anybody. Yeah. So late. Yeah, the MK Ultra. It makes sense. I hate that, and I hate this. <laughs> That's true. I love how Louis just jumped through um, the, the how many YouTube views. So Ryan, how many YouTube views do you think this video? <laughs> Let's got? see. I'll come, go. I got some more vitriol for this. So don't worry. <laughs> okay, you can bring that back. Barely again. getting started. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So how many YouTube views do you think this video got? Right. See, how many but see, this is weird, views? right? Because if you find a YouTube 
YouTube, the video for self-control, you're not going to get the actual music video because whoever originally put off the original video, he nerfed it. He um, he updated the, the footage to add live shit into it. So you're going to have to do a, a deeper search to find the actual music video. It's, it's so lame. That original upload used to have the actual music video on it until he started adding live footage of Laura Branigan performing into weird, it, right? which is yeah. weird. So how many YouTube views? Um, I don't, I'm going to go with 34 million. Ryan says 34 million. Louis? I'm not going to go that far. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a lot. Um, this is freaking power, man. Come on. I'm going 875,000. <laughs> You're so off, Louis. <laughs> okay, it's, uh, it's 27 million. Oh, wow. 27? <laughs> 27 million. I was expecting more. I didn't think that many people were going to watch it. Well, it's a classic music video. I've never seen it before. <laughs> well, it's not in the level of thriller. You got to imagine, get, did right? It get contem- banned? Did it get banned or no? I mean, MTV tried to like uh, not air it as Ed, much. Ed, I think they edited it. Okay. Yeah, Let's, but, but yeah, top, like some of the, so uh, it had it had a little bit of sense censorship. Because I don't remember it at all, man. Like that's crazy. Mm. That's why. Or maybe they showed it like late at night. Maybe like, in MTV. Europe. In Europe, probably got played oh, yeah. oh, MTV, seven. Europe, MTV yeah. Yeah. Europe, yeah. Okay. Yes, but no, no, but <laughs> But she's American, right? She's yeah, American. she is. Yeah. All right. So, um self-control, would you keep it or would you throw it back? Well, we know Louis not keeping this. However, I am. <laughs> I do like this video. No, it's a great video. I like the video. I, when I first saw it, I was I was titillated just like she was titillated in the video. And uh some urges in me kind of came out. I'm like, yeah, I know that feeling. I've, I've been there. I relate. I relate mm-hmm. to the yeah, video. Yeah, indeed. If there's something there that, that needs to be explored, probed, if you will, <laughs> I think it encapsulates it in the whole video. I like I like his work. It's, it can be cheesy. It's very cheesy in very I many mean, ways. I mean, given but, the limited budget he had yeah, but, to work with. But it's it's cool. I like it. There's, there's something taboo about it that you know, excites me, but definitely keep it, yeah. All right, Ryan keeps it. Um, as for me, yes, I'm keeping this video too, even though, I, I don't know, I, I like it. I think Laura Branigan looks so fucking sexy in this one. She's great in this one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will probably forever associate it with MK Ultra programming. I have to say, I'm the conspiracy nut in this yeah. in this group, so th- that's how it sits with me. And, um, and, and it, to me, it works. It fits the narrative. And um, that's why Louis hates it, because he hates the MK Ultra-ness. He's a hater. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan loves it for the cinematography and the, <laughs> and the special effects and the orgy. Yeah, but next, for me, I like I love the symbolism in it. Next week we're doing Alex Jones' hit single, right? <laughs> <laughs> Alex Jones, look at him. No, you know I don't. The I don't really, I don't find it cheesy at all. I just don't like the ending. It just because mm. it, it you just didn't like the the plot. Uh, of it no no the plot is great the ending was dumb and it killed it for me Uh, just that ending part that's it the little ending there's many movies we watch we're like did it really have to end like that yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear you but Mm -hmm. like I don't think it was cheesy at all I think it looked great I love the way they made like New York look with mm-hmm. like the how it, it it looked like a dream. It looked like a like um, surreal surrealist kind yeah. of you know like Definitely. like dream, which is really cool, right? With the with the mannequins behind Melora Brannigan, yeah, you know cool. the, that's it. Almost had like a Michelle Gondry feel when like the, right, the right. New York City and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know. And then the masks were creepy as hell, like mm-hmm. you know with the the chiffon going past the face and that that whole. I mean, there's a lot of people in this video. It was a huge budget, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I was like... This isn't like a rap self-control video in the bar. These these dancers, I have to give them credit. They're 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 amazing. Yeah, Yeah. they're very good. Professional. And this video had me until the last couple seconds. And then I was like, no, 
no you know like <laughs> so, so. so like i was gonna keep it and then i threw it back because of like i was like no <laughs> this, yeah no, I know. okay I know like how about way. um the two versions of self-control by the original singer raf we never talked about raf huh? yeah oh, raf yeah um i actually like the bar one you like that the bar cool. one huh the other it's, one it's was, not bad the other one was just too well they were having fun with the special effects with, yes. the, green, yeah. with the blue they're trying it out you know it's like hey we can do a pretty decent shadow yeah. in here and you can multiply these chicks <laughs> you know two three times i would really love to do a remix of the rap version like speed it up a little bit you should, you should listen to my it's industrial really cool. cover of, of self-control yeah. and you'll hear that exactly what you want to do i listened with to the rap version i listened to it on the way here <laughs> it was amazing i think yours is just like the mk ultra remix is that what it's called? <laughs> okay it's time for the notable youtube comments Mad Cow says, a woman who wants a lover but never gets one, but she has needs. Every night, she sleeps with a faceless man. She tries to control herself, but it never happens. As at the morning, the man disappears. The cycle goes on and on. Laura Branigan got director William Friedkin to direct this music video. The song is a cover of the Raft version. To me, Laura Branigan gave soul to this song. She sung it so beautifully and passionately, like it beats with the heart. The music video depicts the song perfectly. It must be hard back then to describe a scene with a woman's fantasy and her needs. Hey, I never thought about the self-control part as she's just sleeping around. You know what? I just got that right now, too. And the and mask could just be any, any dude. dude. Yeah, any, any random dude. dude. Yeah, it's randos. And it's like, you know, she they goes all look, out there. They all look the same. They're right. all waspy. They're faceless. Waspy. Waspy <laughs> dudes, you know? Right? Yeah, I like that. I never, I didn't even connect that. Yeah, kudos to Mad Cow for that comment. Yeah. LG Joe 88 says... Easily, I can think this is a German song. Laura Branigan looks like a German woman. Music sounds like a German Eurodisco, and the video has a European touch. R.I.P. Laura Branigan. Great music and beautiful woman. Achtung. And uh, finally, Jason Tripp says, She died kind of young by today's standards. I was working in the late 90s at a Virgin Megastore in Union Square in New York City. I was a cashier, and she came in one day, and I rang her up. Saw the name on her credit card. She had a nice, clear blue eyes, but hadn't aged particularly well, and had a haunted look and sort of a needy way of looking at me. Oh, no. Oh, so like sad. depression behind those eyes. I mean, come on. You know, she... She went through some stuff. She, she went through some stuff. Back, I mean, I she, she was, you know, she was taking care of her husband. Yeah. Quit the industry. She fell off a ladder. For like, oh, right. She did, too. Right. Yeah, she like fell off a ladder. Hysteria and her, like... Yeah, she was hanging flowers. Yeah, and then she fell off and she was hurt for a long time yeah so you know give her a break that right? eats you up yeah so yeah and then the sad part is when she's ready to get back brain aneurysm yeah it's so tragic she did she did like the ladder wwe ladder, ladder, ladder match, match. <laughs> <laughs> who gets to hang the wisteria first you win the title <laughs> well i guess uh yeah so that concludes this episode of throwback music video review podcast and for our next episode ryan will be presenting us with a very fun song a very very fun song by vince staples fun with an exclamation point so this will be an interesting conversation okay so see you next time Thank you for listening to Throwback Music Video Review Podcast. If you like the show, subscribe to us and give us a five-star review. You can also hear us on iHeartRadio, Alexa, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts can be heard. If you want to stay in touch with us via social media, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at TMVR Podcast. If you have a music video that needs discussion, contact us at TMVRPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and see you next time. 
Man, I wish Ryan was at the Rock Me Ideas episode. That was a good episode. I wish Ryan was at the Rock Me Ideas episode. It was so awesome. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.